Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Rami Ali Deal. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I am rocking out. It is a great day. Having a good oh, time. Yeah, rocking out here too. A little hot here in Spring, Texas. We're about to go up to a hundred and close hundred and fourteen is what it's gonna feel like, they said. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, it's well, one of those days you wanna you wanna stay in air conditioning for sure. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, we've been we've been killing it over here. It's been a exhausting day. We, we Thursdays are our slightly lighter days. I don't know what day this airs, but for me, this yeah. is my one day to catch up and get out in the world. So I appreciate Good. it. Well, I'm glad you can come out today because a lot of our business owners, one of the biggest things they want to get um, on top of is really people. Well, how do they keep their people happy, their employees? And you are revolutionizing HR, streamlining the people process, um, you know, because people don't think about it. There is a process to HR and to running things in such a fashion that you get the best possible how do you call it, work from your employees and they're able to reach your fullest potential working with you uh, and being part of the vision that you have for running your business. Uh, but what even brought you to creating your business? Oh, well, you know, like everybody, every young man, there I was 11 years old, Halloween, I dressed up with a clipboard, you know, a nice suit said, I'm going to be in HR, right? Doesn't everybody dream? That? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I've uh, always been a business minded guy I started out. Uh, my first job was at 13 selling insurance appointments. I've always worked uh, in that world. And over the years, the clients that I love to work with, uh, by the time I was in my 20s, I realized I loved working with business owners. And as much as they may care about their own financial plans or their own insurance or their own marketing, what they really cared about was making sure the people who worked for them stayed working for them and did a good job. Mm -hmm. And that's since that was the number one problem that the people I wanted to work with and I love talking with wanted solved, that's where I went. So for the last 15 years, that's what we've been doing. We help business owners put in place, optimize, develop from scratch, whatever's needed 
the processes that take employees from enthusiastic people who just got a job offer to trusted, competent members of your team who will make good decisions. And that's, that's what we do. That's awesome. Now, is there something overworking with businesses for many years that you find a lot of businesses might miss with regards to people processes? I think, you know, every business goes through phases. The smaller companies have different challenges than larger ones. But I would say this, for a lot of your listeners, I expect they've, they're in the position where either they're, they need to read the E-Myth Revisited and put in place standard operating procedures to scale their business on an operational standpoint. Mm-hmm. Or if they're lucky, knowing that 90% of businesses fail at that and never get to where they can even scale mm-hmm. their operations. If they're lucky, they've figured that out. And now they're at a point where there are standard procedures for delivering their product or service. They've they've understood that, you know, whether it's marketing, whether it's the actual changing of tires or advising their clients' taxes, there's a process they can follow to make that happen. And what happens is you wind up creating processes for every standard thing that happens. And then the business owner is left dealing with the new stuff every day. Mm. Ah, but what happened? Ah. And as you get bigger and bigger, the new stuff every day mm. becomes always like it's it's not like I, I I remember when we went from doing just a few states to doing 50 states, mm-hmm. the amount of changes that happened every day meant that if even if all I was dealing with were the novel items as a business owner, I had too much work. I couldn't mm. possibly get through it. And that's where you start having to develop other leaders in your organization who can make decisions, not just follow the standard process, but figure out what to do. And somewhere along that way is where you really need to start investing in people. Mm. You can hire people who will follow what you write down 80% of the time. Um, And if you do a decent job and you don't suck as an employer, hey, they'll stick around. Mm. But when you start needing to develop other thinkers who figure stuff out, who can deal with the novel and come up with the same decision you would have, or maybe even a better one, that's when you really need to think about your people processes. I love that uh, because I think as you go along, it, it it does get too much for just the business owner to deal with everything. But if you have people who are good at looking at issues and problems and coming up with solutions that you can trust and say, Regardless, if I would have thought of it at that time, they're in the minutia of things and they could see, boom, we can do this to, and, and you know, t- talk to me about this. What I see from a lot of, because I've gone to a lot of businesses and consulted with them on all their different um, departments. And one thing I see from employees, whether they're in the management or otherwise, is that often they don't feel that they have the leash let go where they can actually freely make those decisions. So how does a business owner decide when to let go a little bit and to trust? And is it a process to let to let them, you know, learn the process and then let them go and see how it works out? That's a great question. Especially you think about companies in that like 10 to 50 person range. That's a lot of times where that business owner is still, they're not letting that marketing go no matter what. That's my thing, right? <laughs> they're probably right. They probably don't have employees that they can trust to make the right decision. Mm. The process is not one to be like, oh, I don't have to deal with that anymore. I gave it to someone else. I just have to let go. Mm. You have to instead put in processes that assure you as the business owner that that person not just has the competencies and skills to do the job well, that's Mm. training and those sorts of items, Mm. but has the incentives, understands your vision, 
and has the core values and understands the core values that would guide decision-making processes. Mm -hmm. So it is a process. The process normally is to lay out all of the key parts of your decision-making framework, the value judgments that you make, become clear on those, and put in place a process that onboards an employee from, I, I know how to do accounting, all the way through, not only do I know how to do accounting, I know how we do it, I know the edge cases, and I know the values that guide our decision-making. And they've had enough time in that role that you can see that they'll actually follow them. Mm. And then you won't feel bad. You won't worry. Oh my gosh, I don't want Amanda to make those decisions. I don't know that she'll make them. If you follow the process, at the end of it, you'll have a competent leader who mm. you can trust. I, I love that. Um, it's really giving uh, your staff the necessary tools so they can go out there and make the best decisions. Now, I, I want to hit on something I think is also very important and a great tool, which is using automation and my favorite automation uh, to really bring forth the best um, prospects for doing this. Um, and I, I think a lot of, especially small businesses, don't take advantage of a lot of the tools out there. Absolutely. So automation and just technology in general is key to freeing you up to do the hard work. Mm -hmm. So let's let's take let's take uh, onboarding as an example. I equate onboarding in employee work to the same as implementation of your clients. Business owners are often externally focused, mm -hmm. right? So if you can equate it to a process they're used to optimizing, they suddenly start seeing. Uh, how to improve their business. So when imagine you spent a ton of money marketing. So a lot of people wanted to become your client. And then you spent a ton of money qualifying, selling, and finally closing someone for your business. Mm -hmm. And then after they decided, yes, I'll do it, you sent them a stack of black and white photocopies that are kind of crooked and fuzzy in places and said, cool, fill this out and we'll get rolling. You would never do that. And yet so many small business owners, that's what they do for their employees. They market, they put out advertising, they spend a ton of time interviewing, and then they get an employee and they're like, welcome, here's your paperwork. <laughs> you need to fix that. Mm -hmm. So what automation comes in is, or, or what processes in general do is allow you to put in place something that you're going to improve over time. So if we take onboarding, we have legal paperwork to fill out. We have information we need to convey and gather from them. We have cultural communications we need to do. And they're very time consuming. Mm -hmm. If you can automate that distribution, then instead of spending four or five hours or more, two days per employee you hire mm -hmm. on this kind of rote work, you can take that same two days or four or five hours and apply it to improving those items each mm -hmm. time. You will find that your end result is significantly better whether that means just making them a little bit prettier, making them more clear, mm -hmm. answering questions you got six months later, setting expectations better. There's a thousand things you can do as a business owner. The reason you have to invest in automation and in technology is so that you can spend your time improving the process as opposed to executing it. So many HR departments are paperwork chasers. They're just, is the paper, fill it out, I'll look it over, and they spend hundreds of man hours doing things that for a couple bucks you could automate and then they could spend those hundreds of man hours focusing on improving that process step by step and that's where you'll get your outsized returns yeah it's I, I love them. them it's about making them be able to focus on doing it better 
I love it. Uh, Rami, that, that is such a great um, point because I, I recall one business I worked with many years ago. Uh, it was just that new employees would start and they just throw a pack. I think that's for you. Welcome. And then walk away. Oh, I feel so special. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, oh, yeah, welcome. It's, it's kind of like when you're dating someone, you wine and dine them, and then it's like, yeah, 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 you're new. You're old, that was old a good night. Now. I'll see you in a week. Peace. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want that. And then the other hand, I, I've been to some companies where they are very systematic. They they have it down where the PDF is sent directly to you. Welcome package. You open your email. Welcome to the company. We're so happy to have you here. And then maybe they have a couple of tchotchkes on the desk welcoming you, which makes you feel all that special when you're an employee. So you're so right. If you're able to um, use uh, automation uh, to make that process so much easier, then you can able to bring on the people, give them the necessary training and, and make them feel like they're an integral part of the company and that you look forward to working with them. Right. And as business owners, you you know this in the sales and the marketing and the delivery process. You would never think we're going to pack our product differently every time we do it. Mm-hmm. And yet people do that all the time in, in hiring. They say, well, this one we're going to, we'll have them just talk with Christina for an hour and figure out what she's supposed to do. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Make a process. Mm-hmm. That's what my company does. But you know, whatever. Make your own. Your business owners. You're smart. You just have to turn your brain to it and think. Mm-hmm. Hey, even if what we do is stupid, let's write it down and do it the same way. Mm-hmm. That way, next time we can make a slight improvement. It's just that little bit better every time. That over time will compound to an to an extremely effective process. Mm-hmm. But if you never write it down and you never start with that process mindset which for some reason HR is left out of a lot of times, right? Yeah. HR people are the touchy-feely, lovey people like me. I, I'm one of those people. It's hard for them to think in that process-oriented way. Mm. And that's yeah. that's what we try to push. Well, let's say um, a business owner is like, I really don't know how to get started on this. Um, so maybe you can, um, uh, you we can call people processes to help us with that. What does it look like from start to finish where they come on board with you guys? to help them get set up? Well, we work with business owners uh, as small as like 10 employees. That's about the smallest we go. We could work with smaller, but we're going to charge you like you're 10. So uh, probably 10 employees and up. And what we do, uh, we have a two-month implementation process where we go through payroll, benefits, employee communications, compliance and operations. And we figure out each one of these pieces. Uh, It's an hour long a week that we're working with you directly. You're meeting with your team members. And then we put in place an entire technology stack and HR department for you from our staff. So mm-hmm. you'll have a payroll clerk, a benefits clerk, a recruiting and training onboarding clerk, a graphic designer and videographer, because we got to communicate these things well, mm-hmm. all in our custom software where everything is. Clock in and out, sex your benefits, uh, have your performance review, incident report, mm-hmm. workers comp. It's all in one place on their mobile phone and online. So that's what we offer. Um, it costs, it's about 1700 bucks a month for a 10 person company. And it goes up from there. Um, yeah. that's our kind of spiel. Yeah. We, we work very well as kind of an HR department for hire. Our largest clients have around six, 700 employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know how to take a company from five or six employees up to a thousand. We know the processes you need to put in place for that. Other companies use us just on our academy at peopleprocesses.com slash academy. If you're a smaller company and you're thinking, hey, I don't need an HR department. I just want to know what to do next. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Academy, you can sign up for a 12-week course. It's four hours a week. And we walk you through each of the key people processes, exercises to document it, 
learn the basics in and out of, of the compliance side of it and get something in place that you can then improve yourself over time. Um, we'll be happy to put up and we'll have it in your show notes, a discount code for your listeners, Christina. We'd love to give them 40% off. Oh, so that's so like awesome. And I love the one and done for people that are, you know, are, are a little bit up there for a while, been running and said, Hey, I just like this off my shoulders. If you could all just take it over and then offering that solution for the small business owner that maybe can't quite afford that, but Hey, there's an option for me to get going and hire the best talent and also know to do with that talent when it shows up. So I keep them because okay. one of the biggest problems also in this market is, you know, people are tossing and running about from job to job. We want to keep the best talent once we get them and not have them run off to a new job after six months or a year. That's right. Well, so people processes for our clients, the ones we're actually doing the HR for, mm -hmm. we average 25% less turnover than the industry average. In fact, mm -hmm. we require that after one year of working with us. If we can't get your turnover under 25% below industry average, yeah. We give you one year's notice that we're leaving. That's awesome. We've only had to do that a few times because uh, normally it's like, oh, we went in and that guy's actually just freaking crazy, but it's pretty rare. What we try to do is put in place our processes and we cut that turnover rate. That's that's what we do. Um, the Academy is amazing because I've been in that. I, I'm a small business owner. I've been in business 14 years. We just crossed 40 employees, which is still a small company, but feels big to me. <laughs> and when I started, you know, my sister opened the mail, ordered the toilet paper, and also was kind of in charge of the HR for, for about five people, right? Wow. There's no way I'd sign up for a $2,000 a month service to run our HR. I just used the cheapest payroll I could find for 80 bucks a month, and I needed someone who's going to get us right. And so that's what the Academy was designed to do, either business owners or a, just a nice office person who knows their people and needs a guideline to get things rocking. So we're happy to help on either side. Yeah. And, and it's great that there's a solution for everyone out there, no matter where you are in your business. And the fact that if you, as you said earlier, work on these processes bit by bit, it's not one, one and done. I think people think I just want it set up today and, and HR is never a problem for one, as you continue to grow HR and your processes will have to change. Um, but if you get started today in a year from now or whatever, you're going to be on top of it, uh, keep talent longer and have people be happier. Now, talk to me a little bit about people-friendly options. Like I know a lot of businesses today are doing things to help employees stay healthy or other fun perks. Do you have any of that you help businesses set up? Okay. And what are some ideas that you have or you share sure. with so we businesses? We have an entire benefits department devoted to that, focusing on everything from pet insurance to gym reimbursements and mm. Of course, 401ks and all that world is a key, key component of benefits and compensation. Um, what I would say for businesses is that sometimes, I'd even say most of the time, they think that a great major medical policy is going to differentiate them. And it will. It's nice. Good benefits. Good, play, good reason to work somewhere. Mm. No one's going to work for someone they don't like, though. Okay. Even if the benefits are good. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna check their job ads every month. Okay. So yes, we have a benefit. Benefits and compensation is a core function. We need to know what are your competitors paying? What do their benefits packages look like? How does PTO vacation, sick leave incorporate into this? Mm -hmm. What do your leave policies look like? We evaluate all that and make it, I mean, at, at the, at the grown up level, at the big company level, I want to know exactly what your competitors are doing. Do you pay in the 61st percentile or the 71st? We look at all that. A good HR department will. 
at the small business level, it would be really great if you weren't a total butt yeah. head, right? Yeah. Buttheadedness comes from not having an answer, not having a thing that you've thought about. When an employee comes to you and says, boss, I'm pregnant. I got to go do something. I got to get, what do I do? And you've never looked at it before. Don't write your maternity policy once you got a pregnant employee. That's not the time to do it. Think about it when you can can make a plan. That's like waiting until after the baby's name to pick. Yeah. Waiting until after the baby is born to pick their name. You can do yeah. that. Works out for some people. Some people get named Funyetta though because you have a cra craving, right? <laughs> let's yeah. let's make the plan before the baby comes. And that's mm -hmm. kind of how we look at some of those items. So when you're thinking about creating a culture that your employees want to work in, it comes from looking at the edge cases of the times your employees have to interact with your business. Your brand as a company is what your clients experience, feel, smell, look at whenever they interact with you. Your brand as an employer is the same way. Every time your employee gets paid, has a question, needs to request time off, has a major life event, moves, every time is an interaction with your company. And it's an opportunity for your employees to hate or love working for you. Mm. Yeah. Improving those interactions will improve your brand. Wow. Putting the you, time. Mm -hmm. This is so um, informative for our business owners. I can recall one instance many, many moons ago where I was actually in a wonderful, unique spot where three businesses were bidding for me to work with them. Uh, one was paying the most amount of money. Um, great Benny, the best Bennies I've ever seen. Um, but I got a yucky feeling during the interview and I was just like, I'm not going to like working for this guy. Um, so the other guys hearing, you know, kept saying, well, I'll pay you this. I'll pay you that. The one that was going to pay the least, I could see me being the happiest at being the feel I got during the interview with the people I was talking to and the Bennies weren't the best. It was a smaller company, but that, you know, so money isn't everything because uh, you want to be happy going into work. And if you're going to get a lot of money, but want to shoot your brains out at the end of the day, not a good, not a good solution. That's right. And I mean, we often look at, let's take like a, like a big three accounting firm. Mm -hmm. They recruit people out of college. You're going to work a hundred hours a week flying all over the country. Mm -hmm. You're going to work like a dog. <laughs> and people use that as an example of a high turnover, high burnout space. Mm -hmm. Those companies uh, I'm not going to name any names, but one of the big three. Mm -hmm. If you go to people who have more than 10 years tenure there, 70% left and came back. Wow. The volume of work, the stress, mm -hmm. those things matter too. And they may cause burnout and people may, you may have some turnover pieces there, yeah. but how you treat them, those big three accounting firms, they have different reputations, but the people who go work there, they work there for three years and they say, I'm going to go do something else. This is way too hard, right? Mm. Um, they are those people forever. They, when you go to an accounting conference 20 years later, there's going to be an alumni of Walter's come off in the, off in the corner because those people are still part of that because the experience is so unique and so driven to their identity mm. that it makes a forever impact. Yeah. Any industry, whether it's high pressure law or low pressure nonprofit, we take care of kids or not that mm -hmm. that's low pressure, but yeah. <laughs> I got a three-year-old and one-year-old, ain't nothing low pressure about it, but no. 
no matter your company culture, mm. no matter how difficult it is, it it can have you can find the right people that it'll make an impact on long term. It's not about the volume of work. It's not about the stress of the work. It's about defining your culture in terms that can be understood, that actually affect behavior, mm. and putting in place processes that reinforce it. And you will find that there's people out there who want to work 100 hours a week, who want to wear a fancy suit, have a corner office, and that's what they're gunning for. They're gunners. Yeah. Make a culture of that. If you want, like I do, HR is about 98% women. There was a time where we had 28 women and one guy working mm -hmm. here. And we had, it was like, we want to create the environment where people can work from home, have kids, you know, work-life balance, blah, blah, blah. That worked for a while. And then honestly, over time, the gunners overtook mm. the, the, I'm just looking for a nine to five and go home thing. And we had to kind of pick, we had to go and create a culture that fit what we were actually working towards. So it can change over time. It can be a lot of different ways. But what I would just say is, I'm sorry, I've been wandering all over, but it's not what you think the culture should be. It's not this business has to be this way. It's whatever you decide, if you can put in place processes and improve it over time, it can be perfect for you. I love that. Yeah, Rami, and, and that's a perfect way to look at it because um, maybe, the, as you said, the gunner works for your vision and your business, and maybe it doesn't. You want people to have I don't believe in work-life balance. I think that, you know what I mean, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, whatever works, but have that clear vision of what that is. So you can then put that in place. And I now have realized I, I couldn't figure out the word before automation. I kept saying automation. I'm like, automation. automation. You're there. Yeah. You're good. Sorry. But uh, I just want to thank you again. We could go on for much longer. I know we could Rami, but please let everyone know where they can find out more about you, people processes and work with you guys. How can they do that? Yeah, peopleprocesses.com slash savvy. We'll have a little page for you all. We'll talk about your offer. Yeah. And um, again, on People Processes, you can reach out on the Academy. You can sign up for a quote. We can turn it around real quick. Um, bottom line, we're a small business too. We want to work with you all anywhere, like I said, 10 to two, 300 employees. Uh, I think we can make an excellent impact in your organization. Check us out, peopleprocesses.com. Also, I'm on Amazon if you want to check out the book people processes. Um, just if you need a quick primer and introduction, 20 bucks, you can learn all you need. And that's great. Even a lower option for you just getting started as a business owner. Let's say you just didn't even open your book your your doors yet you just launched perfect way for you to get started is to buy the book today people processes and find out all you need to know have the plan ahead of time so you don't run into problems with someone coming to you i'm pregnant what do i do that's right <laughs> well i just have to thank you again rami for coming to savvy broadcasting and sharing your great gifts today thank you thank you like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.